Road America, your national park of speed, has great offers for everyone. Military members, veterans, kids, student passes, groups, and corporate offers as well. Cure your need for speed by going to roadamerica.com. That's roadamerica.com. Day on a Tuesday, a sunshiny, warmer day. But is it uh, shining more so in New York or in Green Bay? How are we looking? Bill Michael show on the air, and uh, today we wake up to you, you. You've been waiting for something to break, you know. Um, and, and this morning, I mean, my phone. Uh, I, last night I, I I got involved in this. Uh, I don't know if you've been watching or watched the uh, the the series last night about Jared, the guy from Subway. So I was watching last night. I saw UWM. They ended up uh, falling in the Horizon League tournament. Their season, when it comes to the NCAA tournament, comes to an end. So I was kind of feeling bad for them, and um, I was sitting there getting some work done on the couch last night. And I had the lap desk out, and you know I was sitting there, and uh, I started getting caught up in the uh, the Jared, the Subway guy, uh, the series, uh, with all the undercover stuff and how he kind of went down, so to speak, and, uh, and ultimately got arrested and everything. And uh, so I, I shut my phone off because I really got into this thing, right? And I went up to bed last night. Uh, I talked to Kristen for I don't know maybe. 10 minutes and I was just, I was tired. So I really didn't do a whole lot last night. We had a long weekend, got a lot done. I got meetings today and then I'm busy uh, the rest of the week. So it's cranking. So uh, I, I didn't have my phone on last night and I woke up this morning and I, you know, so I had my, I opened my eyes, you know, and every morning my, you know, my alarm goes off about six and I looked at my phone. I'm like, what the hell? What the hell? And so I, I started scrolling, and it's like Trey Wingo says Packers and, and Rodgers and talking to one another, no deal imminent. But, you know, I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, and then uh, I get the New York Daily News. Uh, my buddy uh, who actually lives in upstate New York sends me uh, the New York da- or, uh, the New York Post, the New York Post, sends me the New York Post headlines. And Rodgers remains Jets' top option as car door closes and plan A.A. Ron. And, and I'm like, whoa. So it, it, and I've said all along that I thought, the majority of me thought that Rodgers would be back. And I've said that. Now, I said the only way it would not happen is if Rodgers was, we'll say, just not all in. Okay, he wants to be Aaron. He wants to do his own thing. He doesn't want to come to OTAs and mini camps and everything. And then I'm like, you know what? Well, then the Packers really don't have a choice at that point. Then they got to they got to move on because whomever is going to be under center, they need them all in. Right. So I woke up and the phone's blowing up and I was like, wow. If and I look at it this way and 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 correct me if I'm wrong. If this is how you see it, and this is this is the initial my initial thought, if Rodgers has spoken to the Jets, that means that if that's true, and I have no reason to doubt Trey Wingo, who reported it, and others have reported it as well, 
If indeed that's true, if he called the Packers and said, I'm coming back, if the Packers really wanted him, or if they felt that he was the guy, he's, uh, the, you know, remember the uh, the whole Brian Gutekind said, you know, hey, if it's the right fit, if he was the guy, it was the right fit, the announcement would have been Aaron's coming back. We would not have heard about Aaron talking to the Jets. Not at all. So when, when you know, I my, my phone was blowing up and people were asking me about it, my first thought was, that's it. He's done. As much as I thought Aaron was coming back, and I kept saying, if he's not all in, then the best thing for the Packers is to move on. Uh, my thought was, if he called him and said, hey, I'm coming back, because the Packers have to give permission to, you know, the Jets to talk to Aaron because Aaron's under contract with, with, the, with the Packers. So he cannot just call the, you know, the Jets on his own. Unless, of course, he's chit-chatting with, you know, Nathaniel Hackett, which is a possibility. But I'm thinking, no, no. If Rodgers called and said, Brian, coming back, Brian said, hey, you all in? I want this. I want that. I want, and Ryan's, or, uh, Aaron's like, no, nah, I'm not. I don't want to do all that. You know, look, I think I've earned some time. In this, and he's probably like, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Uh, here's the number to New York. Give the Jets a call. They have a lot of interest in you. Seriously? Yeah. Okay. And that was, that's a Cliff Notes version of what I think, if indeed this is true, what I think happened. That's it. We're going to talk with Mike Clemens about this coming up here in just a little bit. But our buddy Zach Rosenblatt um, says, uh, who we had on the air yesterday with us, so timing is everything. But he said the Jets and Aaron Rodgers did speak yesterday per sources. As Trey Wingo said, Rodgers still hasn't made a decision about his future yet, though. Nothing, by the way, is imminent here. Rodgers could still say, you know what, I, I, I want to come back to Green Bay or I don't want to, you know, play anywhere. He could still say that. He could still say, I'm all in, bring me back. Uh, nothing's imminent. But had Rodgers called and said, I'm coming back, I'm ready to go, and the Packers said, let's go, baby. Let's let's bring it. You know, I'm glad you're energized, out of the darkness, you know, the whole deal. Let's go. You, you feeling good? Let's get ready for this season. And had Rodgers said, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go then I really believe that this is a no-brainer, but um, that didn't happen. So if this is all true, as it's now being confirmed, um, then uh, then Aaron Rodgers is probably gone. There you go. 877-867-1670. That's the phone number. I want to get your reaction to all of this this morning. Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. Find us over on the Facebook fan page. Go to facebook.com slash the Bill Michael Show. This, speaking of that, this story of Aaron Rodgers, uh, we've always had a good amount of followers. You know, like twenty, twenty-two thousand followers over on uh, on Facebook uh, and the uh, the the live stream. And uh, <laughs> during this saga from December until today, we've gained like fifteen thousand followers, which is amazing. And it's funny because we got a good amount of people now listening to us that are on the East Coast, as you can break down the demographics. And uh, it's it's been a wild ride, but 
A lot of people have interest in this thing. Uh, also, a lot of people from Arizona, uh, snowbirds, I would assume, that uh, that have been paying attention to this. So thanks to everybody for listening to us and watching us on the East Coast and out, out, and out in Arizona as well. Uh, you can follow us on YouTube, youtube.com. Please subscribe there because uh, that always pops up. But on our YouTube channel, go to youtube.com slash Show. Same thing on Twitch TV. You can email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. The website is simply thebillmichaels.com. You can listen to us in Apple iTunes, Google uh, Podcasts, also on Spotify. Uh, find our producer, Ben Z. Kenny, on Twitter, at Ben Z. Kenny, at Ben Z. Kenny. And you can find Ben there. Uh, ben, uh, the big question of the day is, did uh, you find, did you get, did your clubs come home? Oh, Bill, I don't want to take away from the the weight the heaviness of, of that open and the Aaron Rodgers situation. But yes, I got my bag this morning. There you go. Everything was in it all in one piece. Got the Crocs, got my towel. Oh, see, if I was anything, shoes. I would have thrown that Crocs out. But beyond that, oh, things are good. <laughs> I've like, I've had a wonderful day because of that. So, okay. Well, that's good. And you got some sleep. I had like 13 hours. It was incredible. Okay. And yeah. I woke up to Aaron Rodgers news. So it's like, it's a beautiful day. Right. So uh, let, let me ask you this. Do you feel that this is for certain that he's now gone? I don't feel for certain he's gone because I've learned not to try to project to these things that whenever we think we know something, then it turns out that we don't. I, I wonder the purpose of leaking all of this, whether it's the Jets or the Packers trying to change the price on him uh, and how it all connects to the car thing. But my gut does say he's gone. I felt that for a little while. It's just always, it seems since Goody has spoken, talking about the offseason and how important he feels that to be, talking about Jordan Love at the Combine and that he thinks he's a starter. As time has gone on this offseason, going from how we heard it in the middle of last year, it's, it's really just felt like they want to go to Love and that they're going to have to make a deal for Rodgers. Um, here's a question, and I think this is interesting. Uh, and a buddy of mine asked me it this morning, and I, I thought, boy, that's that's putting the cart before the horse. But it, it's kind of you know makes you smile to anticipate. So first game, first game, regular season. Now I would assume it depends on preseason, but first game, you know they uh, they. My assumption is unless things go incredibly well, that they'll announce the defense first. But first game, coming out of the tunnel, you know they do go through the announcements. And number 10, your quarterback, Jordan Love. Does the place go nuts? Does does Lambeau Field go nuts? Or does Lambeau Field... I, I, I think the volume of cheer will not necessarily be for Jordan Love, but more so what he represents and that he represents no more drama for a while. Oh, there's got to be hope, the t- too. Well, the hope, yes, but I, I, I think it's because it's just like, oh, thank God, thank God. You know, I mean, I think that's where people are at. Yeah. But I, I find that, you know, I, he, he, I, I got asked that this morning, and I'm like, wow, that's a, uh, that's, that's an interesting, uh, interesting commentary. I, I didn't even think that far down the road, if indeed that happens. Also, you know he's going to have a great preseason. To get all the hype going. Uh, no, I, I don't. I well, just don't. He's not going to play I mean, any I, real I hope defense, he does, but... Right? Like, the right. defenders aren't scheming for him. It'll be a classic thing of 
in the three series he plays each game, I, I think he's going to be incredible and get the hype a little too high. Then he starts the season, maybe starts Rocky. Well, that's the other thing. Do you think that he plays a lot in the preseason? I would think because so. Because this is a guy that has not. Yeah, that's what I would think, too. Because he's not going to all of a sudden be the I'm not, you know, starters, reps, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that. He's not going to be that guy, you know, um, because he, he's he got to get as much look as he can. So I, I my assumption is, is he would get uh, quite a bit of run in the preseason. Uh, 877-867-1670, if you want to give us a shout Feel free. Go ahead and do so. Do you want to hear something crazy, Bill, real quick before we get to, yes. uh, before we get to Mike? I'm looking up next year's NFL MVP odds. And Jordan Love is ranked ahead of. He has better odds than two very notable quarterbacks uh, that I guess are going through a lot. One is Kyler Murray. And that makes right, sense because right. he'll miss a bunch of the season. He's ranked ahead of Russell Wilson. Uh, I would not doubt that. Russell Wilson had a terrible season. And Stafford and Cousins. Yeah. Well, Stafford, we don't even know if he's going to be fully all the way back. And Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, I mean, he's put up really good numbers, but, you know, why would he be? Well, then again, why would he be ranked ahead of Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins got he has tremendous weapons. He's had pretty good offensive line, which continues to get better. Why would you rank him ahead of Kirk Cousins? just because they feel like he has an opportunity because of coming out behind Aaron Rodgers? You know, I mean, I I don't know. But why would you feel he would be better than Kirk Cousins? Uh, let's do this. Mike Clements is going to join us after the news uh, overnight that uh, apparently the Jets and Aaron Rodgers have spoken, which would lead you to believe that if Rodgers said, hey, I'm coming back, and the Packers said, are you all in? And he said yes, and they said, okay, let's go. Word would have broken today for him to go on the McAfee show that Aaron, this was, uh, you know, a year ago today on this Tuesday was when Aaron Rodgers made the announcement that he's coming back. So if you would have figured they were on the same page, the announcement today would have been Aaron Rodgers is coming back to the Green Bay Packers, going to play quarterback. Jordan Love is either going to be traded or going to sit for another year. I mean, who knows? This could also drive up trade interest in Aaron Rodgers, and or if Rodgers decides, nope, this is not what I want to do, he wants to come back, this could also drive up trade interest for Jordan Love. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Let's talk to uh, Mike Clemens about it when we come back. Stay tuned. we got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. Stay tuned. We'll be back coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. With the Road America Season Pass, you have access to over 50 days of on-track action. Half-price entry for the Sunset Cruise and Morning Drive events. Select private track rentals, the annual Season Pass holder luncheon, and so much more. Go to RoadAmerica.com. Welcome back to the program. Hey, don't forget about our friends at Great Lakes Dragaway. Go to GreatLakesDragaway.com if you got the need for speed. Coming up in the 2023 season down in Union Grove, and the uh, the quarter-mile strip down there has all been redone. Uh, they've been putting a lot of money into the place, so if you're looking for a lot of fun and maybe you want to rent the, the track for a day, you and your friends go down and uh, you know run, whether it's cars or motorcycles or what have you, head down there. That's, again, the uh, Great Lakes Dragaway down in Union Grove. GreatLakesDragaway.com. GreatLakesDragaway.com. If you have the need for speed, stop down and uh, buy the 2023 season pass and, uh, 
and tell them we sent you. Again, GreatLakesDragaway.com. Joining us on the hotline, Peter Bukowski of the Locked On Packers podcast uh, is now here. And, uh, Peter, I guess uh, let's start with all the news, man, uh, with uh, the fact that uh, I guess the Packers have indeed given permission, at least according to reports, to Aaron Rodgers to talk to the Jets. They did it yesterday, according to Trey Wingo, and apparently they're doing it again today, according to ESPN New York. So give me your thoughts. Well, I think the the phrasing of it is interesting, right? That that they've given Aaron Rodgers permission to talk to the New York Jets and not the other way around because we've seen this in the past with players who are being traded under contract. You talk to, you, you give the team interested in trading for the player the permission. The fact that this has been worded the other way around by Ian Rappaport I, I think is is worth noting here. And I think part of that is because we know that Aaron Rodgers is not just going to go anywhere. If he's going to get traded, it's going to be because he wants to go to that place. And if you're Rodgers, like, you know, we like to joke about the Nathaniel Hackett of it all, but he's just not going to go somewhere sight unseen. He wants to vet the place just as much as they want to vet him. We know the Jets are interested in Aaron Rodgers. The question is going to be, does Rodgers see it as the same kind of fit? Is he going to be willing to rework his contract? Are the Packers going to be, you know, willing to, to eat some money? These are all things that they now have to work through. So, first of all, what does this do, in your opinion, to the Packers? What what deal would be acceptable to you for Aaron Rodgers to move on? Well, let's start here. I, I think the genie's out of the bottle with this. Like, I, I don't think there's any going back. So, I think we've reached the point now where Rodgers, we can pretty safely say, will not be a Green Bay Packer in 2023. I think this is... This is the Jets make sense to him or another team makes sense to him or he's sitting. I just don't think there's any coming back from this. If you're the Packers, you know, the, the Jets side, there's been a lot of talk. Jets fans, um, they don't want to give up 13. The Jets internally would like to not give up the 13th overall pick. But I, I made this analogy yesterday. Like, yeah, I'd like to buy a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle. I, I'd like to not spend $1,000, but at a certain point, your desire for something outweighs your thrift. And I think right. with, with someone like Woody Johnson, they're, they're going to be willing to give up that first-round pick, I, I, I have to assume. And then it's, all right, what else is, is acceptable? And I think that's going to be based on what happens with the contract. If you can with, get the Packers to, to eat some money, then I think now you can start asking for more. Okay, this is my question with all of that, though. With nobody else really in play that Rodgers, you would assume, would want to go to, does that diminish the, 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 you know, the strength of the Green Bay Packers position in your eyes? Well, I think you could, you could say yes, but I, I also understand that last year Devontae Adams only wanted to go to Las Vegas, and uh, that is where he went, and they got a haul for him. They got a first and a second. So at a certain point, Aaron Rodgers is under contract, and so the Packers can just say, we get it. Um, you want to play hardball and you want to get a deal on this, but we can just say no. That's the that's that's part of the the evaluation here. And Rodgers can say, well, then I'm going to retire. But it doesn't seem like he's actually going to retire. It seems like he does want to play, and he's just trying to figure out now where it makes the most sense to play. It seems like that's going to be somewhere else other than Green Bay. So I don't think it hurts their leverage really that the Jets seem like the most interested team. If anything, the Jets being out on Front Street from the jump about this has hurt their leverage because now Derek Carr is in New Orleans. What are their options? The Packers are going to say, yeah, you want to sign Jimmy Garoppolo? God bless. 
The uh, the Packers moving forward, now let's just say they do get that 13th overall pick, so they'll have the 13th and the 15th. If you're the Packers and you're good against, what do you do with it? Oh, have a lot of fun is, is my short answer. <laughs> um, it's it's going to be really interesting, right, because 13 and 15, you know, we, we think these quarterbacks are going to go early, and now it's looking like Anthony Richardson – the, the Florida quarterback, after just absolutely tearing down the combine, has worked his way into the top five. We think four quarterbacks are going to go here. 13 and 15, you could get up to five or seven if you wanted to. If you wanted to go get, if Jalen Carter was going to fall, you could go up and get someone with that kind of talent. Um, or you just pick two really good football players. 13 and 15, you know, that's the range where they got Rashawn Gary. Um, and and that's the kind of prospect you can you can talk about getting the number one pass catcher in this class. I don't think it's unreasonable to think they could get both. They could get the the best receiver and the best tight end in this class at 13 and 15. I don't think that's crazy at all. And now all of a sudden you have springboarded your team with Jordan Love into a much more talented version of, of it than it was last year. Um. We- I, there's still a lot of people that feel that Rodgers uh, is 100% the driver's seat here. And I, I I don't necessarily say 100%, but I think he does drive the train only because he could then ultimately turn around and walk away if he chose to. Uh, do you think uh, do you think there's the what, – what chance do you put for Rodgers actually to remain as the Green Bay Packers quarterback? Um, I, you know, what's a, what's a number less than zero? I, I just – like, I think – I think we're to the point now that it's just untenable for for all of the things that have now come out. I mean, just look at just the Mike Silver piece from yesterday. And Mike Silver is someone who has has had a good relationship with Aaron Rodgers, has, has been favorable to Aaron Rodgers over the years, has been critical of the Packers and the organization. And he is seen as a Rodgers-friendly journalist. And yet he's got quotes in there about Rodgers, the Packers feeling like Rodgers took the money and ran last year, was not a good leader that they wanted to see him at OTAs. Brian Gittigan said that on the record, that he would have preferred Aaron Rodgers at OTAs. And so now all of this feeling of, okay, the Packers would actually like Aaron Rodgers to move on, I don't see how you mend that fence and move forward because the Packers, there's clearly interest from other teams. There, there was interest in 2021. There was interest in 2022. So either you, you dare Rodgers to say, I'll retire rather than play somewhere else, Okay, well, but the Packers don't want you, so then just retire. And and I think you're calling his bluff at that point. If we're if we're to the the place now where the Packers don't want Aaron Rodgers back, and it seems like we are there, then it's just over. I equate a lot of this to just the fatigue. And again, whether it was the right place and the right time to choose Jordan Love or not, but I think this is, uh, I I guess, also the Adam Silver piece tends to give a little more credence to what Bob McGinn had to say is that. Somebody in that Packers organization is disgusted with what's gone on and how this has been handled via Aaron Rodgers and such. And uh, I go back to when Brett Favre threw that last pass, that interception, trying to force it into Donald Driver. And uh, one person told me, you know, that's it. We can lose these games as easy with them as we can with them. So I, I kind of felt that that was it for uh, Brett Favre at the time as well. But do you get the sense that they are all in, that they really 100% believe that Jordan Love is the next guy, or do you think that there has been question marks in the past? Well, I think both of those things are true. They had question marks in the past, and they wanted to see more than they saw in 2020 when we actually got to see um, you know, Jordan Love play. 2021, when we got to see Jordan Love play, 
Um, and and then you know it, it, it 2020 right he didn't play he, he didn't even suit up, and then we saw him in that one start against Kansas City there were there were issues, but they felt like in those reps without Aaron Rodgers, he was a good he was a good player and we we heard this from teammates last year remember Devondre Campbell saying, Jordan Love is better than a lot of the starting quarterbacks out there, and there has there was a, a fundamental change. Going from, from last season when Rodgers, ironically, decided not to show up to OTAs, Jordan Love did and took all the reps and got all the first-team work. And then in training camp, you know, he's playing in camp. Rodgers is your first-team guy, but they managed the, the workload with Aaron Rodgers. And then Rodgers hurt half the year. So the yep. second half of the season, that was when things changed. And that, and, and that is what I have been hearing, and that is what other you know people have reported, Tom Silverstein, Ty Dunn, that – especially in the second half of the season, there seemed to be a change. Jordan Love goes out and has that terrific fourth-quarter performance against the Philadelphia Eagles, and the light kind of went on, like, oh, I can do this, and I can be really, really good. And that was who he was for the rest of the season. It wasn't just in that, in that game that he looks like a different guy now and has sold them that he is he, and, and can be the guy. The, now let's uh, go forward and say, okay, what do the Packers need? I mean, Jordan Love, he's going to be his first year under center. We believe the offensive line, other than maybe a little bit of depth and a right tackle, is kind of solidified, uh, but you've got some really nice uh, possibilities high end in the draft that you could go after, whether it's a wide receiver, a tight end, uh, additional, you know, depending on, uh, you know, who sees who fall in the draft. You got uh, the possibility of a big time uh, defensive tackle uh, and guys that are sitting there. Who would you, if you're going to prioritize your needs, what are they? Yeah, I think you have to look um, at the shape of this draft class, and then you have to look at positions um, where traditionally you you need first-round picks to hit on them. So pass rusher is a great example. In pass rusher, you better take him in the first round because these guys don't grow on trees. And so especially if the Packers get a bonus first-round pick, um, I would expect that someone like Brian Brise, um, you know, Miles Murphy, if – if he's there, um, some of these other Nolan Smith, if he's still there, and I think 13 is more likely than 15, just because um, you know the the testing was off the charts. But I think pass catcher is is the thing that you got to look at. This is a bad safety class, so Brian Branch I think has got to be off the board now. Four five eight at 195 um, and under six feet, like I, that's just not a Packers type in the first round. So I think they need a pass catcher. I think you, you look, if you if you have a stud offensive line that follows, the, the, you know, Pete Skaronsky from Northwestern um, is someone that I think would make a lot of sense. He can play guard. He can play tackle. And um, receiver. And and if there is a tight end that they love, I, I like Dal- I like Dalton Kincaid. If you have two, two first-round picks, a, a Dalton Kincaid or a Michael Mayer, because of what they can be for your offense, because what they can do for you, and because of the space that Christian Watson can occupy – the defenders that Christian Watson can occupy, they they have a chance to be really, really impactful players for a team like Green Bay. And especially if you have that luxury pick, if you've got 13 and 15, man, the, the tight ends for me would be hard to pass up. But I, I love, like, Jackson Spick-DeJigma. I think he is the perfect complement to what the Packers have at receiver. That is the guy that I would be circled in ink going, let's find a way to get this guy in the building.
I'm talking with Peter Bukowski at Peter underscore Bukowski over on Twitter, co-founder of the Leap and Locked on Packers podcast. Would you take Jalen Carter, the big defensive tackle out of Georgia, who is falling because of his his legal issues? Would you take him if he would be there and things seem to be clearing up for him? I mean, it, it all depends on what you found out in the pre-draft process, because, you know, I, I'm not I'm not there. So based on what we know, if this is all we find out about what's going on with Jalen Carter, yeah, I would, I would think I would feel comfortable doing it because the talent is such that, you, you know, you just hope the kid can grow up and you, you have an environment, a culture that, that can handle all of those things. Um, now, remember, Tom McShay reported in December that there were potential question marks with him and, and what his attitude was, what his work ethic was, and some of his teammates didn't love him. There have been other um, whispers since then that maybe there are these character issues. You have to we have to drill down on what that means. Is he is he a bad kid or is he a kid? And I think that's a that's a big difference. We had to do the same thing um, in the pre-draft process. Everyone, you know, every team had to do this. Packers had to do this with George Pickens. Is he an immature kid or is he a bad kid? And and that's that's that can be a difficult thing to sort through. But if it just turns out that that you know he just needs to grow up a little bit. Um, and he's not going to get into like John Morant trouble, then yeah, I mean, I think I think you feel comfortable with the talent, and especially given the need. I mean, he's one of the two or three best players in this draft, probably. Peter, always good to talk to you, buddy. I appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk again soon because I'm sure there's going to be more news relatively soon. Okay. All right. Talk soon. All right, pal. Talk to you soon. There you go. Peter Bukowski, the Locked On Packers podcast. You can see his stuff there. Also find him at Peter underscore Bukowski, B-U-K-O-W-S-K-I. And he joins us on the hotline for a couple of minutes, and uh, some good stuff, good stuff. There's a, there's just a, a lot to absorb uh, there. Hey, uh, speaking of absorption, uh, good stuff, good meats, good food. Our friends at Robert Specialty Meats down in Waukesha. Robert Specialty Meats Waukesha dot com. That is Robert Specialty Meats Waukesha dot com. And uh, I, I'm not heading there tonight, but I'm heading there tomorrow for sure. Uh, doing a little grilling out uh, Thursday night. Supposed to be kind of. Kind of crappy, but I'm still going to do some grilling out. Uh, Kristen's got a concert. I've got the night off. I'm just taking it easy. So I'm going down and getting uh, getting that bacon, either the bacon wrap filet or the big thick cut pork chop and going to do that. I had the Al Capone the last couple of times down there, and I love that. But every now and then, you're good to mix it up. So I'm going to head down to Robert's Specialty Meats down in Waukesha. And I can't wait for summer to get here. Ribs on a stick, garlic parm, chicken skewers, all that kind of good stuff. And the sausages. Oh, my God, the sausages are so good. Go to Robert's Specialty Meats, Waukesha on Sunset Drive in Waukesha and see for yourself. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Road America is your national park of speed. The SVRA Vintage, Moto America Superbikes, Vintage Motofest, the NTT IndyCar Weekend, SCCA Junior Sprints, the Trans Am Speed Tour, IMSA, and more. It's racing at its best. Go to roadamerica.com.